0: Big two on you. One, two. Big two.
1: So today we introduce you to a series that we hope to go along. It'll be a two a weekly to every two-week show. And it'll be the latest. We'll just be talking about what's been trending about st- in sports. The hot topics. I mean, you, you may as well call this uh. Your your second first take. Um, so let's get into it and our first topic will be interesting. One. Um a couple of weeks ago Mason Bumgarner had a no hitter, but it was in a double header and the MLB did say it is not going in the books. So Lou, what do you, what do you think about this?
0: I think that it is smart because in order to follow Play a full game of baseball. You have to pitch nine innings. If it went into extra innings, then I would have counted it, but at two extra innings. But it did not, so I I think it was the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, I mean this is an interesting um you know topic to me. I mean it's it's never came to us. I mean I think that a lot of players, you know, a lot of the Diamondback players, just you know I heard a little show the other day. And two people had different opinions, and they were saying how, you know, in the end, you know, it's going it, to – it'll go in the books, you know, as an unofficial no-hitter. But, you know, my opinion on this is, you know, MLB game, it's like saying the Giants – the New York Giants win a game in three quarters. I mean, I mean, they get the win. They get the job done. They get it. They get it. It's, it's a win. It goes, in, it goes as a win. But you know, it's, it's an unofficial win, you know. Um, I think it's one of those situations, you know, an, M- an NFL game it's four, four quarters, just like an MLB game is nine innings. So when it comes down, you have a seven inning no hitter, just that, that game stops in the bottom of the sixth inning or whatever because of rain. And they call it, um, they, they call it and they say we won't resume it tomorrow or anything, well, we're calling it, you know, whichever team is. We, um, that they win, and let's say you know there's a no hitter there. I mean, it's just not. It's not just not you know. Um, it's not a official game. Um, MLB game is nine innings, and obviously this is a different you know situation. Um, because um, right currently um the MLB. So it won't. MLB, you know, made it happen, um, but it was like, it, it, they made seven inning games. I believe it should go in the books as a no-hitter, and I said my, I, I mean, like, I truly believe it should, but like I said, like, literally 30 seconds ago, it shouldn't. I mean, so I have two, there's two opinions. I don't know what your opinion to go with. Like, you know, one opinion could be, you know, okay, you know, he did have a no-hitter, but, you know, an MLB official MLB game is nine innings. You know, out of the 162 games of a team, three of them, you know, or four of them could end in seven innings, you know. I mean, majority rules in this situation. But, you know, when it all comes down, um, it's – it's the other opinion, you know, oh, the MLB made this happen. They made that the game would end, seven innings, final, would show up on whatever you're looking at the game score at, Google, ESPN, whatever. It's showing final. Um, it, it's debatable because the MLB, you know, we're, we're making every doubleheader game seven innings. Um, so I think this is very debatable. I don't know which one to go with. But I think I mean it's just you know it's an opinionated thing. So that's one of our trending topics. The so first of round five topics we have for you today. Um, I mean to be exact, we do five topics. I mean I guess they're right. But now we're moving on to our ten-minute NFL draft rundown. That is also buzzing around in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna go over. You know, some of the biggest picks for five minutes. And then the next five minutes is we're going to go over all the QBs taking in the first round and which one of them will be a starter, in our opinion, in week one or eventually start a game. But let's get into it. Trevor Lawrence, of course.
0: Starter, starter, starter. We don't have to discuss much. Trevor Lawrence is a starter. Zach Wilson is a starter in my eyes. Now let's get to the fun. Trey Lance. Bench well we'll 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 get into that.
1: We'll get into that in just a moment, Lou. Um but wait, we have to do a little rundown first. First we have to talk about, you know, a lot of reuniting. Um first you got Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow reunited Jalen Hurts,
0: Devontae Smith too. Don't forget about yes, two attack by Loa, Jalen Waddle. That was Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence reunited because they never ununited, so I'm not sure if that's considered reuniting. It's Yeah, just, but I think it is
1: because you it's, know, it's,
0: it's continuing together.
1: I know it is, but in a in a way, you know, when you like you, Joe you,
0: Barrow when, was never separated from Jamar
1: Chase hasn't played a game without Joe Barrow in his career. In his college NFL career. So, so then that's Jamar yeah. Chase opted out last season. So is that considered just?
0: I forgot continuing? Jamar Chase opted out, but yes, yeah, since he opted out, then that's not it's not, yeah, but no, I
1: think it, to me it is reunited. <laughs> no, it's like But Barrow played without like- Jamar did- Chase,
0: so that's why I consider it. I mean, sorry for that. I mean, in your opinion, what do you think? You know,
1: did Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, you know, reunite in this situation? Um, my opinion is going to be, I mean, they they that's they signed. I mean, they particularly signed together. Um, you know, I mean, in my opinion, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski they respectfully signed with the Bucks, right? Right, Lou. Um, but. I think that when ETN and Lawrence separately, you know, declared for the draft, you know, they went their separate ways. They were expecting, you know, ETN to go on another team, obviously. Um, And there were reports that the, the Jaguars were going to go with my New York Giant, Kadarius Tony at their pick, and they said that Urban Meyer was, like, bummed. Um, but, you know, I, I think they are reunited. I think that is in one of the groups. Um but I think it's a different situation when two players leave the same team and they and they they, they made their decision. I think in the NFL reuniting is a different thing because you know Tom Brady could have called up Rob and said, "Yo, I just got a deal offer from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, want to join." You know, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, they didn't have that choice, you know. It was in the Jaguars' hands to pick both of them. So I think it is considered reuniting. I think the draft, everything is considered reuniting. But I think it's different in the NFL when you specifically choose. You know, when Trevor Lawrence gets a call from Urban Meyer, you can't say, no, 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 sorry, I'm not going to play for you. But he could refuse to play. He could in a way, but he can't refuse to get, you know, I don't know, that Wikipedia um, that Wikipedia saying Trevor Lawrence is a quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He can't keep that away from him. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski could have. So that's just my opinion. Okay, so Lou, um, he'll lead us in this segment. segment he kind of started. So what he's going to do is he's going to name every quarterback picked in the first round. And he's going to say what his opinion is. then I'm going to say my opinion. And so on. So Lou started off with the first quarterback. This is an interesting one. I mean, to be honest, Gardner Minshew, he, you know, I, I wouldn't, just putting it out there, wouldn't be shocked if you don't see, if you don't, if you see Gardner Minshew start week one. But I'm, I'm not saying that. I think it is, but I, I'm, it's, it's like a 20% chance that'll happen. But obviously, I am leaning towards Trevor Lawrence being the week one starter for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who's the next quarterback, Lou?
0: Zach Wilson.
1: Are. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, uh, uh, this is a, a head scratcher, very head scratching, because we all know that James Morgan is going to get the start for the Jets, right? No. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, the Jets left Darnold, basically signaling we're picking a quarterback, and he's going to be our quarterback, you know. We're picking him, and he's gonna be our guy. So, yes, obviously agreeing there. Zach Wilson is a starter for the Jets. Who's the next QB, Lou? Trey Lance, I'm gonna go with the bench. I'm gonna have to agree with you here, you know, I think that I've said I think I said this on the mock draft show, um I said, you know, I think they're going to give Jimmy G one more year. My prediction was Justin Fields. I said, two or three but, more years. Huh? But that was before most of the analysts came down to say... My my prediction on Fields to the Niners was way before analysts started saying it's going to be Mac Jones or Trey Lance for the Niners. So I did end up trading my changing my pick, actually. But I ended up changing my pick to Mac Jones. Whatever. But what did I did say on the mock draft show was... Um, I said they're gonna give Jimmy G one more year. I say I said, you know, they start the year two and seven, Trey Lance is coming. But you know, if they start the year seven and two, you know, and Jimmy G leads them to the playoffs, you might not even see Trey Lance next year. You know, I think they'll for sure give Jimmy G a uh a chance and I and I think this is the exact opposite of the Jaguars situation. I'd be shocked if Trey Lance starts week one. I'll tell you that. I think Jimmy G still is a still has a shot at beating out Trey Lance as his franchise quarterback. Justin Fields, I'm also gonna go bench. This is very uh, you know, interesting. This is um to me the closest one. Justin Fields or Nick Foles will get the start. But you know, they I'm gonna have to agree. Not Andy Dalton? Yeah, obviously Andy Dalton too. Um um but I'm gonna have to Foles, disagree
0: Nick isn't even in Chicago
1: anymore. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, he is, I think I believe.
0: I'm pretty sure he's not.
1: He is in Chicago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. he is. I thought he uh, signed somewhere else in free agency. No, that was, uh, you know, Mitch. Mitch.
0: Mitch Trubisky,
1: Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you got a quarterback situation there. Um, this is head-scratching, but, you know... I think I'm going to have to agree with Lou at the end of the day. I think at the end of the day, I'm not going to say which name, but I think you will see Nick Foles or Andy Dalton under the gun for the Bears in week one. So who's the last quarterback, Lou, before we move on to our next topic? Our last quarterback is Mac Jones. Mac Jones himself? Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to go bench. Well, 100%. um, I I wouldn't be shocked. You know, Patriots... Especially in the Belichick system. Also, you know, Patriots, especially the Patriots, they had a huge free agent, um, free agent, um, year, this year. Um, so I would not, uh, you know, be shocked. Um, if you do see Cam Newton even get the start. I think you could see, you know, Mac Jones not have like a, even start his first NFL game in three years. I think that... You know, Cam Newton, he, he's still great, you know. I think that the Patriots will a quarterback for, you know, for another time. I think that Mac Jones is going to have to sit on the bench for a while, to me. I think it'll sort of be like black situation. Like,
0: it'll be like, sort of like, who, who starts, they check, it's back and forth,
1: I think. Yeah, okay, so let's move on to our next topic. The three of the four topic. This will be for around three minutes. Just a quick... Last night on Sunday Night Baseball, Mets got the job done, 8-7. But, you know, it was 8-5. Runners on the corners. And with two outs. And Reese Hoskins crushed a ball. Um, completely obliterated it. But at the end of the night, it only counted as two runs. Why? The At Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, um...
0: It
1: was a, as a Mets fan, I'm happy about the call, but it's the wrong call. To me, no. You you know, I'm gonna put a you'll see link in description to John Boy Media. Um he he I love his breakdowns personally. He he breaks it down and you can see clearly, Citizens Bank Park, there's a railing in front before it hits the seats. It hit the top railing, it didn't go over the railing, came back on the field, So, you know, it hits a railing, you know. Why should that be a homer? So, I mean, you look at that link in the description right now. Check that video out, and and that'll give you a good, better description. Um, But anyway, 8-7. Reese Hoskins goes to second, and Bryce Harper strikes out next at bat. So, I mean, obviously Reese Hoskins was upset. Um, but, you know, when it all comes down, you know, it was kind of all clear that it hit the railing. So, moving on next, the New York Knicks have absolutely been cruising, man. Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Reggie Bullock's acting like the Steph Curry. Man, um, what do you think about this, Lou? I think he's been good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the top players, you know, on this list, Julius Randle, just saw him first take this earlier this morning. Max Kellerman saying, you know, there was a flashback to, um, when he said Julius Randle was a horrible signing for the Knicks, and then he said, I'm sorry, I apologize. He is top five MVP candidate this year. Obviously, we all know, unfortunately, um, I mean, we are Knicks fans, but unfortunately, you know, Jokic, Giannis are just, you know, better candidates. I mean, they're missing out on Jamal Murray. Jokic is like, Who, who's Jamal Murray again? You know, they go 8-1 after he tours his ACL. Um, To be honest, um, when it all like finishes up, I think the Knicks are going to have a good season. Whether they beat the Hawks as a four seed, I think just getting through the first round should be their next goal. Just the other night, they did clinch a play-in after the Raptors lost. They did clinch, so you will see play-in or maybe, hopefully, playoff basketball the New York Knicks. Uh-huh. So, let's move on to the, to the same topic, obviously, the Knicks, but a little question for Lou. Did Tom Thibodeau make a difference to this team? No, he did not.
0: I'll tell you what made a difference. Two things. I think that uh, the no fans made a difference for us, and I think we just played like a team. And I'm gonna give Topps tips the credit, but I think that if he had any other coach, he made the credit. So I'm more giving uh, I'm more giving uh, Fisdale a discredit than Tibbs the credit. I
1: I you know like couldn't disagree couldn't disagree more, and this is what I mean by first take. Um. You know, they're the same team as last year, you know. Oh, did New well make a huge difference? No. Did Austin Rivers make a huge difference? The only person who made a huge difference was quickly. I don't think quickly even made a huge difference, you know. Early, he had a little roll, you know. He went on a little roll, and then he was off. Right now, he's in that, you know, average, you know, getting eight points every now and then, um... He did, he, you know, he's been fine. You know, he had a nice game against the Pelicans the other day. Um, but, you know, I think quickly, he's been okay. But I think, you know, they're the same team as last year. You know, did Austin Rivers make a difference in the three games he played as a New York Knick? No. I mean, so who did make a difference? Okay, yes, Julius Randle probably worked his, took this off. Um, he probably worked his butt off, you know, on the off season working on his game. Maybe that made a difference. Maybe R.J. Barrett. Maybe on the off season worked on his three point shooting. Maybe that made a difference. Maybe trading for Derrick Rose made a difference. Those are all mini, except Julius Randle, obviously, who completely changed his, you know, game. But you know who else? I mean, it's got to be Tibbs. I mean, the only person they lost was. Marcus Morris. I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, Toppin is a complete bust. And don't say, you know, oh, oh, you know, he's making progress. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's making progress. He went from zero points a game to six points a game. I mean, Toppin's horrible. He's a bust. If I knew how this season would turn out, I keep on saying this, I would have picked Emmanuel quickly over Toppin. And I think they even mispicked. You know, I like Toppin at the beginning. I always like the draft picks. You know, I can't say I hate this. Um, um, but I liked. Okay, Obi Toppin, decent. Okay. Um, if you, I mean, I think if you actually think about it, you know, Leon Rose picked Tyrese Halliburton. Then you would have had the front court of the future with Quickly and Halliburton. Uh-huh. That's a huge mistake. Now you either have Quickly. I mean, I think Quickly could form into a nice Jamal Crawford, you know. Could be a good sixth man down the stretch for the New York Knicks. But I think having Quickly beside Alfred Payton or Derek Rose or even Frank Nitalikina, it's so much worse than having a guy like Tyrese Halliburton who's forming to a mini star down in Sacramento. I just disagree there. Um, I think that when it all comes down, the Knicks are gonna pay Tibbs credit. So I, I that's just my opinion. I think Coach Tom Thibodeau made a huge difference on this team. I mean, it's kind of clear to you. I don't know. Moving on, next topic in our final topic of today's show. We're gonna name our three. Teams that have shocked us in the NBA this year. We're gonna go one by one with Lou starting us off with his first team. I'm not gonna lie. The New York Knicks, they really shocked me. Yeah, they're on my list as well. New York Knicks. I mean we, we don't we would we're gonna do explaining about our two other teams, but we are just talking about the Knicks. So yes, the New York Knicks did shock me as well. Who's your second team, Lou?
0: My second team. fired their coach, Lloyd Pierce, I was shocked how it made a difference because I thought Lloyd Pierce was a really good coach and then they did well. So the Atlanta Hawks is like a mini surprise, I would
1: say. So why did they shock you? Give some, you know, reason.
0: Because I thought Lloyd Pierce was a great coach for them and I thought they would be worse with the interim coach.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Hawks aren't on my list, but personally, um... Yes, I mean they're not as a shocker, you know. Last season, I think they had they. I thought like Trae Young would get them a little more wins, you know. That's what he's doing this season, and I think the additions of you know Kevin Herter, um, Clint Capella, Kevin. I don't think Kevin Herter was an addition, but he he's like a guy. He's like a Julius Randle. Changes game. He's just been better this season. You know, John Collins has for sure helped them. It's, yeah, I, I think it's a mini surprise, but it's not like you on my shock list. So moving on to my shock. And, you know, to be honest, I mean, it, it's it's also like Lou. It's a little more shocking like Lou. You know, the did I mean, you can't say no. Did the Utah Jazz just not shock you this year? No, they did. I mean, man, um... You know, yeah, maybe I thought they would be, you know, a seven seed. But, you know, the best team in the NBA? I mean, man, I mean, they showed up. And, you know, after, they, they just didn't, they just kept on winning games. Like, down the stretch, kept on winning games. And, you know, they won, like, every home game till like, a couple of weeks ago. Um, They just kept on winning. Kept on winning. I mean, they for sure shocked me, you know. Yes, they're a role team that can win a first round, but they'll get shut down by the Clippers or the Lakers in the second round. You know, th- that that was what I thought would happen. I wouldn't think that they would get the San Antonio Spurs or someone in the first round. You know, I, I would expect them to get, you know, a nice maybe Nuggets team in the first round that they can probably beat. Um, that's what I believe. I think that they really shocked me this year. Who's your third and last team, Le? My third team is the Charlotte
0: Hornets. I knew they would be good, but I didn't think with the rookie talent they'd be this good.
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, LaMelo Ball, I mean, he, he, you know, you never thought that he'd be, you know, so great. But, you know, he's been pretty good. I mean, obviously one of the top five rookies overall this season. Um... But I think that, that that this team definitely shocked me. They're not on my list though. But you know, I think that overall to be honest, I think that Michael Bridges or or however he's however you say it, um sorry, not Michael Bridges, Miles Bridges for sure you know shocked me. Um I think that overall, they, they, you know, Miles Bridges made the biggest difference, you know. Whether it's his dumps over the centers, but I think that he made a big difference on this team. So moving on to my third team, the Phoenix Suns. I knew Phoenix
0: would be great. Y'all know how I feel about CB3. I think that he's a great ball player. And. Y'all know what? Maybe I'll even reveal the team who I got winning the chip this year. That's right, the Phoenix Suns. So I ain't surprised at all. I think CP3 is a top 20 player, the top 10 player in this league.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, they, David has been a great team with the most underrated player in the NBA. Right beside them the whole time, Devin Booker. You know, he's one of the best players in the NBA. I mean, it's just period. He he, The way he plays, if you're a Suns fan, just watch every game as a. You just see the way the impact he makes on this team um for sure. Um he's great. He's a great ball player. Um and I think that the Suns are they're getting serious. Um and I I, I do believe that they'll make the Western Conference Finals or maybe even the NBA Finals. You know And then me and Lou we just we we're, we made a surprise team that together we think Really shocked them, uh, like we, me and Lou both believe that the this team, you know, they did a little shocking this year. Um, before we get to that team, um, we just want to say thank you for listening as we wrap up the show. But this team is in the Eastern Conference indeed, and they are the Washington Wizards. So me and Lou. We we said, you know, they they've been fine, you know. They they've been o okay team, but down the stretch, they they've been pretty shocking. But me and Lou, we said they're a shockingly bad team. Right, Lou? Um to be honest, when you have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, top ten maybe point guards, could be point guards, one of them was all obviously either small forward this year, Um, but when you have that talent, and Davis Breton's also, great shooter, you know, or Rui Hachimura, even, Um, when you're that type of talent, you you have to, you know, convert, Um, and when you're the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference, it just isn't well, but anyway... Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And as always, Lou. Big two on you. One, two. Big two. See you next time on the Big Two with Jack and Lou.